Welcome to the Life Unmasked podcast, where we talk about all things dating, relationship, and everyday life issues. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Life Unmasked. We have a I'm going to say double feature because she was also a guest on last week's episode. Um, My best friend, Talisa, is back with us today. Ayo. (laughs) Um, And the reason why I'm having her come back on is because if you don't know, which I've now promoted a couple of times, we actually have a podcast together called The Salty Babes. And um, when the whole – I don't know if anybody has been following – um, but social media blew up not too long ago about Demi Lovato and her whole tr- being triggered about a yogurt shop, um, there in California and, um, it kind of sparked all this controversy. And so we ended up talking about it on our podcast together, which actually that episode yep. goes up next week um and I was like I really feel like we're supposed to also talk about it here um because diet culture is toxic (laughs) and I love Mm -hmm. talking about all things toxic everybody knows that so um fun times fun times yes so that is today we are going to be talking about diet culture today and the psychological effects behind diet culture um yeah, so <laughs> this is always a fun one. I'm like, I don't even know where to start. There's so much I can say about this. Um, yeah, so where should I start, Salisa? Should I start off with facts? Yeah, let's let's throw some facts in there, some truth facts. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> I was doing some research in, and some of this stuff is absolutely alarming. Okay, so. In 2013, there was a research that was done, and they found that 91% of women hate their bodies so much that they are currently on a diet. That's wild. Right? <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't blame them. Like, No. We all – we do it. We all do it. We, we hate, all do. We look in the mirror. We hate ourselves. I'm going to have a diet water. For right. the rest of my life. So let's throw that into a number sense, okay? Like, if we're, you're not going to look at, like, because 91 seems like a lot, but, like, let's break it down number-wise. So, like, let's say you're in a room of, like, 2,000 people, and 50% of uh, people in that room are female. That means that 910 of them are currently dieting. That's crazy. Isn't that insane? That I is like, so crazy. I like saw that and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so intense. Um, okay, so 90%, 97% of women, so that's one out of 10 women, um, constantly think something negative about their bodies every single day. So they think that their bodies are useless and worthless Um. They're constantly cutting themselves down. Now, this was a statistic back in 2011. It has even increased because of coronavirus. People got into lockdown. They ate a ton of food because mm-hmm. 
What else are you going to do other than eat and drink, eat and drink, binge watch TV. And so a lot of people gained weight. So that number has increased to 99%. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, I want to know who that 1% is because I know for me, like I think negative stuff about myself all the time. So I'm like, who are these super healthy people? (laughs) That 1% that do not think bad about themselves. I know. I need to meet these people because I'm like, hang out with them. Right? (laughs) I'm like, come on now. Um, Okay. Here's another one. This kind of blew me away. Um, 58% of college age women. Now, a lot of these statistics are around women. um, Because believe it or not, men don't talk about these things, which they should. Um, But 58% of college age women have felt pressure of the beauty standards and diet culture, which has led them to having some type of an eating disorder. I believe that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in the last five years, there has been an increase of 79% of girls ages nine to 10 who have decided to make friendship packs and to all go on diets together. So they have decided not to eat school lunches. And um, there was even one article I read about how all these girls are bringing their skills from home and putting them in their locker so they can have weekly weekly and daily weigh-ins together. I can't. I... That's that's a child. Now, to be fair, I, when I was 10, <laughs> it's not really to be fair, but this is sad. This is real life. When I was 10 and I had started middle school, I went into this whole thing of like, I thought my body was fat when I got into school and I saw all these girls who were skinnier than me and I decided that I didn't want to eat. And so I was like, I'm not going to eat school lunch. And so all I was doing was like drinking water and then that ended up carrying over to at home, and I was lying to my family about anytime I wouldn't eat at home, I was like, oh, I just, I ate a lot at school today. I'm just not hungry. And I ended up getting really sick, and the one day I passed out at school, and I had to be sent home. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I was 10. So I'm like, I saw that, and I was like, it's increased so much in the last five years but I was like, this was already a thing back when I was when I was ten, which was yeah, almost twenty four years ago. <laughs> it was already around then. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think back to when I was ten. I don't remember much of my childhood, but um, I think yeah, when I was about ten, I, I think I thought a little bit about my weight. Um, and how it affected me. Because mm-hmm. um, I wasn't like, I wasn't a big girl, but I wasn't like a skinny girl either. I, you know, I was a little chunky. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think around 10 years old, but, but I didn't, it was never to a point where I was like, I need to lose weight. I need to go on a diet. Um, never in my life did I ever... <laughs> think I should stop eating and just starve myself and uh because I loved food too much Mm -hmm. I loved Mm -hmm. to eat I loved good food I loved flavor 
Um, and being Latina, <laughs> uh, the food is very flavorful and it's delicious and they're always wanting you to eat. Um, but yeah, I just loved eating too much that I could never right. not do that. I, if I knew somebody, I don't think I ever knew anybody that starved themselves that I can think of, but if I ever did, I, I, I'm like, yeah, you're crazy. I'm going to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Which, and that's the thing, like, I wanted to lose weight so bad because I thought I was fat. But, and, you know, it didn't help, you know, my mom would make comments here and there, like, mm-hmm. sure, mm, like, oh, I don't know if this is going to fit you because, you know, you're not that size or, you know, whatever. So I would have mom making comments like that, which kind of played into, you know, me already having this, like, misconception in my head that I was fat and then going into school and seeing girls skinnier than me mm-hmm. and being like, oh, my gosh, like, I really am fat. Um, and, the, and the thing is, is, like, at 9 and 10 years old, like, you were still a child. Like, yeah, your brains haven't, like, it's still developing. You know, like, there's no reason why at 9 and 10 years old you should already be thinking about being on a diet. Right. Or it wasn't yourself. until, I think, uh. I think maybe in high school, it it wasn't until then that I started kind of doing some kind of dieting Mm -hmm. and I would do it with my mom and we would kind of do it together. And it would just like that seven day, like vegetable soup, cabbage soup diet. And, you know, we had looked into the South beach diet and then there was the Atkins diet. Oh gosh. Yeah. Everything. And those are really like restricting carbs, especially the Atkins diet. The first two weeks, you couldn't have any carbs. Right. And that was so difficult. I mean, mm-hmm. I had all the bacon and the eggs, but, you know, it was really, really hard. I mean, I lost, um, you know, a good amount of weight in that first two weeks. I think I lost like 15 pounds or, or, or something like that. And so I was feeling good and I was in high school and I was like, yeah, okay, we're going, we're doing it. Okay, girl. Um, but then it's like, I felt like I was starving. And so after those first Mm -hmm. two weeks, then you can start to reintroduce some carbs. Like, okay, now we can have like two strawberries or something, or we can have this and that. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. Like diets like that, Sure, they're great for weight loss, but they're not sustainable. And it's because you're literally cutting out food groups that your body actually needs. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I did that. I am the queen of dieting. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not ashamed to say, like, I'm a plus-size girl. I have been, you know? Um, but because of that, like, I've done, like, these yo-yo dieting things, you know, like, yeah, I've tried everything from, um, calorie deficit to, um, intermediate fasting, um, to, like, I even, I, I mean, I talk about it, I think I talked about it, like, in last week's episode, too, with, like, you know, it started as Metafast, and then it went to Take Straight for Life, and now it's Octavia. 
I did that. And I was on those type of programs forever. And I've done like, you know, the whole 30, but I did an extended time of the whole 30 and all these things. Cause I was like, Oh, it's going to make me lose weight. And yeah, <laughs> you lose weight from them, but you end up getting it all back because it actually doesn't teach you anything. Mm-hmm. And you end up feeling shame because there are certain foods that, like, you're having to cut out all these foods that you love, right? And, like, I love pizza. Pizza is great. <laughs> but you can't have pizza unless it's, like, cauliflower crust or whatever, which, fun fact, I have Crohn's. I can't eat cauliflower because <laughs> yeah. it inflames my stomach. So then I'm, like, I have to cut out pizza and I have to cut out pasta, which I love. And I have to cut out like there are certain fruits that I absolutely love and you couldn't eat that because it's a carb and a sugar and you can't, you're not supposed to eat any of these things. Right. So then I'm feeling deprived because I can't eat any of these things. So then I just sit there and all I think about are eating these damn foods (laughs) that I'm being told that I can't eat. And and then I feel shame that I love these foods. Yeah. And that's what diet culture does, right? Um, we'll talk about fad diets in like a minute. But here's another <laughs> statistic for you. Okay. So by the time a woman is 45, she will have on average dieted 61 times over the course of 31 years. That's just excessive. <laughs> Like, that's, that's, only, so that's much. only 14 years of her life that she hasn't focused on her weight and her appearance and dieting. That's crazy. So, like, there's no quality of life there. <laughs> I probably have dieted 60 times since high school. Maybe. I don't know about 60, but. Yeah. The only thing that I have found to be beneficial is the whole 30 because the whole 30 is not a diet. Mm-hmm. And the the creator of whole 30 is very adamant it is not a diet. It is a elimination program. And it is because foods tend to uh, cause inflammation in the body. And so and you have to read the book. Mm-hmm. or the whole 30 to understand but she she used to be an addict she used to be a drug addict and she kind of tells her story about that and whatnot and so um food can be an addiction mm-hmm. and so you're kind of learning your relationship with food and how what what is triggering you to eat these certain types of food and so her whole 30 is like 30 days of all like you're not it's not like you're not eating oh you can't eat all my favorite foods like you're still eating a crap ton of food but you're just not eating um foods that cause inflammation mission and then so because you're eliminating all of these things for 30 days and you have to stick to it because if you mess up just one day like you, you have to start all over again because you're, you're mm-hmm. literally trying to reset your whole system. And then after the 30 days um, for, I think for like one week or two weeks, you reintroduce 
one food, you know, so then you can reintroduce legumes, which are beans of all kinds, Mm -hmm. and see how your body reacts. And if you're good, green light, you can resume to eat legumes, you know, beans and all that stuff like normal. Then another two weeks, um, you do you reintroduce dairy. And if dairy is just crapping on your body and making you crap and giving you stomach aches, then you know that it's red light. I have to eliminate dairy right. out of my system completely. And then you reintroduce another one, gluten. Okay, gluten kind of gives me a stomach ache, but it's not like severe. So <laughs> that would be yellow light. I can have gluten, but and this moderation. is all just like a... Um, uh, just an example. This is not my personal like mm-hmm. thing. Um, so you can have gluten, but it's yeah in moderation, like here and there, not all the time. Um, and it's whatever you're willing to put up with. If you know that dairy is going to give you the sharts, and it's going to <laughs> really like give you a severe stomach ache and have stomach pain. That is up to you if you are want to okay live through like, that. Yeah, if you want to live through that. I don't think it's worth it. So I mm-hmm. will try to um, avoid it at all costs because I don't want to feel pain. I don't want to feel that like I'm at a restaurant and I have a piece of cheesecake and then all of a sudden I'm running to the bathroom every five minutes and I'm just sick all night. Like that's not worth it to me. Mm-hmm. Once in a while, if I really want like a piece of cheesecake or something, I will have something at home so that way I'm at home doing that thing. And I'm right. Like, I know this is going to kill me later, but I just really, really want it. Want that piece of cheesecake, <clears throat> and that all ties in with your relationship with food, and that is your mm-hmm. food freedom. That you have those certain things that you super, super love, and it's it's all mindset. You know, more than like diet, really. And so certain foods trigger certain emotions in your your body. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's why I I liked that one. Like currently right now, I this week. um, You're on vacation. Well, you're kind of on vacation. I'm kind of on vacation. I'm house slash dog sitting for a friend. And so I'm here by myself all week in Tennessee. And I am detoxing this week. So I'm like doing Whole30 this week. Because my body has been feeling gross. I've been eating mm-hmm. just garbage the past few months. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take this time for myself to, like, take care of my body mm-hmm. and just detox and just, you know, no sugar. But I'm eating a lot. I can eat potatoes, like eggs, bacon. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to do, you know, I don't do soda. So I do all the sparkling waters because I love mm-hmm. all the sparkling waters. And there's like a ton of stuff and all the fruit and I can eat. And so I personally, and listen, every, like every diet, every whatever program is not for everyone. It works for Mm -hmm. some people for what they need it to work for, but it's not for everyone. Not every diet and not every program is a one size fits all. Well, not even just that, but like there are certain, there are certain diets that are now out there that they were not designed for what they are now being used for. Like key example, the keto diet. Yeah. Keto diet was actually formulated to help people who 
have epilepsy and seizures and um, all these things because it, they actually found that it helps with that chemical imbalance that is inside their brain. Mm-hmm. But someone out there, I don't know who it is, I, they need to be shot. And I say that lightheartedly. I don't want anybody coming after me for that, for saying that. <laughs> but like, they, but someone took it and they discovered, oh, we can use this for weight loss. Because it, it was is- probably somebody that had epilepsy and the doctor recommended, like, you should do this for your epilepsy, not intending it for a weight loss, weight loss. at all. It was right. for something completely different. And they probably lost weight on it, a good significant amount. And so mm-hmm. they thought, oh, my God, oh, this, this is, is a, a weight thing. loss thing. And I'm like, what? And have capitalized on it. Yeah. So now you have all these people. I don't know how many times I go on TikTok and I see – like, cause I'll go on to like find healthy recipes and stuff like that because, you know, I'm like, I'm in a weight loss journey of my own and learning how to have a better, healthy understanding of foods and what should be going into my body. But I don't know how many times I go on there and all I see is like all these like low carb keto diet like recipes. And I'm like, yeah, you've lost 90 pounds, but it's because you're literally cutting out all these carbs. And so can you honestly tell me that you're feeling great eating all this cheese upon cheese upon cheese? Like, yeah, my it's, stomach it's would be tore up from the bottom up. Like, yeah. I, I couldn't. I just couldn't. And so stuff like that, like all these fad diets that are out there are – being capitalized and marketed to people who are wanting to lose weight and so they're and like the keto diet will make you lose weight you'll lose a ton of weight on it but when you decide to come off of it you're gonna gain it all back yeah I think anytime you're eliminating something that is harming your body instead of helping your body yeah you're gonna lose some you're gonna lose weight at or inches or something you're gonna lose some kind of weight at some point you know Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that it's like oh this is a new diet like no it's not a new diet you're just doing something specifically that your specific body needs and so yeah you're losing weight it doesn't mean what worked for you is probably not gonna work for me I could gain Mm -hmm. weight on that you know Mm -hmm. there's like there was this girl that I was following for a little bit and it was um uh I forget her name it was like freely the banana something oh, Australia yeah. or something like that. And she eats like, I don't know how many pounds of banana a day. Mm-hmm. And so you watch her videos and she's like flat stomach, all of this. And this is all from eating, but you know, bananas. And I'm just like, huh? And so people have tried <laughs> it and they're like, I gained weight, but they like gained a ton of weight and then they would lose it. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense and this can't be right. I'm like, you cannot possibly have that much potassium in your system. Right. I don't think that's healthy. And so she's being like dragged, um, dragged all over the place because of her kind of toxic dieting Mm -hmm. plan. And I'm just like, you know, vegan is good for some people. Vegan is not good for others. Um, being a vegetarian is good for some people, but it might not be good for others. 
and like all of these different things it's like like actually do a deep dive into like why am I actually doing this you know because mm-hmm. some people can't do red meat because it messes up something in their body and other people can you know right. and some people want to be vegan because they don't want to hurt the planet they don't want to kill animals and good for you love that for you however i like um, my beef pork <laughs> right and okay. that's the thing and like, occasionally a gator nugget so and that's the thing um there are so many people out there who are promoting all these things like i can't tell you how many times i go onto social media and i see these celebrities <sighs> the kardashians is a key example of this. You know, they promote their waist trainers and they promote all these like detox teas. And like, what was it? There was a couple years ago, maybe it was just like last year. I'm trying to remember where they promoted these like, um, these suckers. And it was like a laxative detox sucker thing. And the whole slogan was just suck it. And oh my god, but here's the thing they are these super popular influencers, right? And so, you have people who already feel ashamed of their bodies, not to mention little kids. They're, they're seeing this, and because they're promoting it, they're gonna buy into it, right? Mm-hmm. So, now you have people who are thinking, I'm gonna try these, I'm gonna suck on these, I'm gonna lose weight. And it doesn't work for them while the Kardashians are making money off of that toxic yeah, thing that they're promoting. Like, not to burst anyone's bubble, but they don't actually eat or drink those things. No. They do it for the gram, and then it's sitting in a box in their pantry. In the corner. Right. It's like it doesn't go anywhere. Just like, you know, you have all these people who – promote like these diet teas or like these slimming shakes um I was just watching a thing earlier about like this girl did a deep dive um talking about diet diet culture and like all the different things that are on TikTok you know from like this is what I eat in a day and a lot of them are like they're having such an underrated amount of calories being taken into their system that it actually, when you think about it and when you look at that, I'm like, okay, like eating, you know, not even eating like 12 to, to 1400 calories in a day, it actually causes not just unhealthy eating habits, right? But it actually doesn't boost your metabolism. It shuts your metabolism down. And they're now finding that that low of calorie intake is causing your body to completely shut down. Mm-hmm. Like people are having like organ failure. And um, what was it? There was someone who ended up needing to have a kidney transplant because she had been under eating for so long. Oh my gosh. And it wasn't like she was on – I mean this could – I guess you could technically call it an eating disorder because she was only eating like 11,000 calories in a day. Um, and eleven thousand or eleven hundred. That's what I mean. I was Sorry, like, that's a lot. Um, if she's, she's not eating, dead one way, she'll be dead another, another way. <laughs> but she was only eating eleven hundred calories in a day, and um, 
she ended up having to have a kidney transplant because her her kidneys had completely shut down from doing this for like a couple of years. Yeah. And I'm like, this isn't like, there's a difference between like watching your calorie intake and like intuitive eating, you know, being conscious of like, hey, is this what my body needs? You know, that kind of thing versus having like doing a calorie deficit where you're actually under under eating and it's not sustainable for fat loss. Yep. And then there was another one that she was doing of like, um, this drink of like, if you, um, if you do this for like 10 days or no, not 10 days. If you do this drink for like a week, you're going to lose 10 pounds. Like, I don't know how many of those I've even seen. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure we both, we, we were on TikTok, so I'm sure you've seen them too. Mm-hmm. And, like, it actually has come out that apple cider vinegar, because, you know, we see all over, like, apple oh, cider yeah. vinegar, it, like, boosts your metabolism and you lose weight. Yes, apple cider vinegar is good for you, but there is actually no scientific evidence that apple cider vinegar will boost your metabolism and you will lose weight. Yeah. But people take it because they've I been. I don't understand. It's, it's they're, these are all just like fads, like right. quick fixes and all that stuff. And it's like this is not. And I hate the ones that are like, "Let me do this juice cleanse so I can lose weight." And I'm like, "That's not the purpose of a juice cleanse. Mm-hmm. Is it's not to lose weight. It's to literally like cleanse out the inside of your system and like." you know, do uh, again, Mm -hmm. a detox, you know, I think it's good to do that every once in a while for like a couple of days, two to three days and just completely cleanse your system, you know, because we're constantly putting stuff in our bodies all the time. Time. Yes. Not that great. Um, so every, but even that you have to be careful. Yeah, exactly. And And so you need to check with like your doctor and a nutritionist and do all the proper things before you even go onto it. Because you might have underlying health issues that doing certain detoxes will actually trigger them and it could actually cause serious damage. Yeah. Yeah. I just think like doing, you have, it's a lot of work. It's, and it's a lot of homework and research. Mm -hmm. You have to learn your own body. You can't take what other people have done because that's their body everybody's body works different. Everybody's system is different. Um, And so it, you have to do research. You can't just say, Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna um, eat lean cuisines and just have a thousand calories (laughs) a day. Like, well, no, because lean cuisines are garbage because they're full of sodium, sodium and preservatives. And it's just ingredients Mm -hmm. are, it's bogus. If you read the back of anything the ingredients list and it's like this huge long list of mostly chemical stuff you're not supposed to eat it don't eat it it's all processed everything's processed i think like a great diet of just eating whole foods uh Mm -hmm. you know veggies fruits um you know try to get organic if you can i know a lot of people are budget conscious and they can't you know like maybe pick certain items that you can do organic and the rest is whatever. Um, 
but just things like that, just eating like food that's grown from trees or from the ground or, you know, your meats and all that stuff. Um, watching that you're not going overboard on the sodium and, and, and the sugar and just your natural sugars and like honey and things like that. And really taking the time to like read your labels, but also Mm -hmm. don't put too much pressure on yourself either. You know, if you want to like have some Oreos and potato chips and just (laughs) have like a binge for like an hour or something, you know, it's fine for some, not for everyone, but like, and even when you say like everything in moderation, yes and no, because it just depends person to person. Right. And the relationship that you have. That they have with food. And that's the thing. So like, I used to think, I I was one of these people, that I couldn't eat certain, certain foods because it wasn't right for me and mm-hmm. it wasn't healthy. And so I'm like, I can't eat candy. I can't eat chocolate. I love chocolate. Yeah. Um, chocolate is like a main food group in my life. And so um, when I like had to give all the, like I gave all this stuff up and I was feeling so deprived. And after like learning, I'm like, okay, I, there's a reason I have a history, you know, with food the way that I do. And it, it's an underlying issue of food is that one thing in my life that has never abandoned me. And so yeah. I love food to the point where because it's never abandoned me, I can control it. I can control how much I eat, which let's be honest, I sometimes overeat. Is that good for me? No, but I'm working through it with my counselor and I fully understand <laughs> this. Um, so, but now as I'm like in this journey of like, you know, working on losing weight and wanting to do it healthy um I like I have a bag of like these Kit Kat fins that my mom bought me before I had even started mm-hmm. and I'm like if I want to have candy or a ch- or chocolate I go and I grab one of these like they're just tiny little bite size yeah you know Kit Kats I eat one it's like 35 calories yes I've checked <laughs> but like it's like 35 calories and I don't feel bad because I'm like, I wanted this. It's okay for me to have this. Am I eating 10 of them? No, I'm eating one and I'm letting that satisfy me. Yeah. And so I'm retraining myself on like, you know, what is healthy and what's not healthy. And I think the thing is, is like, <clears throat> we have shows. I used to watch The Biggest Loser religiously. Yeah. And I bought into like their whole product line. Like, I bought their cookbooks. I bought their DVDs. I subscribed to, like, their weight loss programs and, like, all these things, right? And so you're watching this show and you're watching these people lose all this weight, right? And they're losing a ton of amount in a week. And I'm like, that needs to be me. And so, you know, back in 2012 when I, like, subscribed to all their stuff, I was losing on average between like five to 10 pounds a week. And in the course of, I think it was like in the course of like six months, I lost 90 pounds, Wow, which is a lot for six months, right? Because healthily, you're only supposed to lose like one to two pounds a week. Right. But here I am losing 
you know, more than that. And so this time around, already having that same mindset, I like, I had a goal. I'm like, I need to lose five. I want to lose five pounds a week. And my mom being my mom, you know, my mom loves me and she wants to be supportive. She's like, you can do it. And so then when I only lost like two pounds, three pounds my first week, I'm like, I didn't meet my goal. Mom's like, it's okay. You like still lost weight. And I'm like, yeah, but I didn't lose it. And then I like instantly felt myself wanting to gravitate towards, well, Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that I'm eating less than this amount of calories. Am I not drinking enough water? Am I, what am I doing wrong? Instead of appreciating the fact that like, hey, I lost three pounds and three pounds is good. Like it's still a weight loss. Instead of focusing on that, I was so focused on the fact that I didn't meet my first goal. Yeah. And so I've been on this now. I've been like working on losing weight and I've been doing it slowly where now I'm like, I'm down like six pounds and that's good. Like it's six pounds lost, but I literally had to like take myself and like have like a good shaking and even I was talking to my counselor about it and I was like I'm so mad you know because I wanted to lose like five pounds a week I had a goal and I'm not getting it I'm like three weeks in and I should be smaller than what I am and she's like but Kim you lost weight (laughs) and she like she had to give me like a smack across the head of being like No, like this time it has to look different for you because you're understanding and having a better relationship with food and, you know, Mm -hmm. like you're taking yourself on walks. You're not over-exercising. You're not doing all these things, which I would do. Like I would literally get on the elliptical and like I would get on the elliptical for an hour, which you're not supposed to do, by the way. You're only supposed to do, like, max, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. But here's what would happen. I would get on the elliptical, and I, I would sit there the whole entire time being, like, you're so fat. You're ugly. No guy is ever going to want you because of your body. And I would completely shame myself, speaking negative things about myself, for that whole entire hour that I would be on the elliptical after – I had already done a full-on circuit workout using the Biggest Loser DVDs. Like, I would literally go through – they would have, like, three or four segments on their DVDs, and I would do each one because I was so focused on I'm fat and I need to lose weight. And everybody – like, everybody around me was just seeing that I was losing weight, and so, they like, they were praising me because here I am. I'm losing all this weight, right? But nobody knew what was actually going on inside of me. And so, and because I wasn't telling anybody, like, here's what I actually think about myself. That, like, they just kept praising me. And because I was getting praised, I was like, oh, I'm doing something right. I need to keep going harder and harder and harder. And I ended up having, like, body dysmorphia for a really long time after because of what I was doing to myself. And and I think that's the thing. Like when we – because we're living in a world where diet culture is rampant, right? Like you can't escape it. You're, we see it everywhere between social media, like Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. And then you even see it like it with celebrities and movies and TV shows and magazines. And we're literally having all these things thrown at our face – 
you know, like I can't even turn on a, a T like the TV and not see something. Sorry. I apologize. My dogs are barking. Um, <laughs> I can't even turn it on without seeing an ad for like diet pills or, you know, some like weight loss thing that. Yeah. Nutrisystem. And yeah. My gosh. We have one. I don't know if it's everywhere, but here we have like Glolo, which is like, I don't even know what it is, but I see it everywhere. And like, I, you know, you see stuff like that and it, it promotes body dysmorphia. Not yeah. to mention, like, because you're losing weight so fast and they promote losing weight fast, that that's what actually causes body dysmorphia is because now when you lose weight at a fast, rapid weight or, like, pace, like, you end up having a chemical imbalance in your head. And so, like, even though, like, you've lost all this weight, right? Like, even though I had lost 90 pounds, I was still seeing myself when I looked in the mirror. I wasn't seeing the girl who had lost 90 pounds. I was seeing the girl who was still 90 pounds heavier. And yeah. in my head, I'm thinking, oh, I'm still really fat. I need to lose all this weight. When in reality, like, I was under, like, the 200 mark. Yeah. And so, like, I wasn't – was I – big for my like my height yes but I was healthier I say healthier in quotation marks I'm actually doing the quotation marks now (laughs) um but even even though like I was healthier in my head I was still thinking I'm so incredibly fat and that's how I was seeing myself yeah and, like, I even remember – this was, like, years ago. Um, I, had, I had a cousin. She lost a whole bunch of weight. Everybody was so happy that she lost weight. But she lost – I think she lost about, like, 50 pounds in three months. And she ended up losing it. Like, she went on, like, this whole thing where she held her daughter at knife point. Oh, my God. Like, literally was, like, holding the knife up to her neck and, like, all these things. And it's because she had this chemical imbalance because she lost the weight so fast that it affected, the like, her whole entire thinking process. Yeah. But we don't that, talk about that. I think that can it, it definitely can affect your your mind because, you know, it's it's like when you go from – living paycheck to paycheck all your life and then all of a sudden you win the lottery and now mm-hmm. you're a millionaire you've never had millions before so you have no idea how to manage it so right. then these people end up blowing all their money and then they end up dead in a ditch somewhere because they have they get into all this crazy stuff and they don't know how to manage it so they lose their ever loving mind mm-hmm. and I think the same way with weight loss you know if you go from like say from like 200 pounds and then all of a sudden or no, we'll say like 300 pounds to then all of a sudden you're 150 pounds in like three months and you've lost half your weight you're still in the 300 pound mindset mm-hmm. you still have all those clothes and so now you're like walking into a store having to buy smaller clothes and you're like I don't you know it's like your mind it's kind of backwards now like wait am I still this person and the person that you see is still the bigger person 
Right. And not to mention, if you were to lose that that significant <sighs> amount of weight in such a short period of time, all this excess skin. Skin. Mm-hmm. So you're not really truly the size that you're wanting to be or that you think you want to be because you have to be this this like middle size because of all the excess skin and now you have another complex that you've added because yep. of that skin and then if you don't have the money to go get the surgery to get it all fixed it's just it's right it's crazy right and like my stepdad it's so funny that you even say, like, the whole excess skin thing. Because mm-hmm. my stepdad decided to try these keto pills, okay? And I don't know what it is. Men tend to lose weight faster than women do. And it's annoying sometimes. Yeah. Um, But we're not going to talk about that today. <laughs> but anyways, so he decided to go on these keto pills. He ended up losing weight. And he still thinks he's fat because he has – he now has some hanging skin. Yeah, And he has to, like, tuck it in. And mom's, like, he's, like, oh, I'm so fat. I still have weight to lose. And, like, the doctor has even told him, do not lose any more weight. Like, your body can't sustain losing any more weight. But he still thinks because of that extra skin that he has weight to lose. Right. And it's, like, no, you're going to have weight there because you drink when you're home on the weekends because he's an over-the-road truck driver. He's Sorry, only home. No, my dogs are barking. <laughs> we just love our dogs on this on our podcasts. Um, but now, like, he like he went from drinking. Well, I mean, he still drinks beer, like, n- like it's going on to style. Like when he's home on the weekends because he's an over the road truck driver. But he had a beer gut before, and so when you have that, you know, he had an overactive dad bod, and <laughs> like. Because of that, when he lost all the weight, now he has skin. And that's going to be typical. Like, when you're losing any kind of weight, like, even if you do toning, there's still going to be extra skin. Yeah. And so, like, but we see that and we think it's bad and it's, like, negative instead of focusing on the fact that, like, no, you lost weight. (laughs) Like... You know, and depending on how you lost it, like, sometimes it's healthy, other times it's not, like, you're going to have that. And so, I think the whole thing behind it is, like, I would love, this is what I'd love, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this today, is because, you know, we're kind of in, like, this place now where you have, you know, you're either, you're falling into diet culture Or you're so far on the other side of, like, fat positivity, right? Like, I'm going to eat whatever I want, and it doesn't matter if I'm 400 pounds, like, whatever. Like, you're now having, like, there's, like, two extremes in this world where it's, like, no, can we find a happy middle ground of, like, don't subscribe to diet culture and try to lose all this weight so you can fit into an image and blah, 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 blah. But, like, let's not also hype up and be like, it's okay to be 600 pounds and whatever. Like, can't we find a happy middle ground of being like, hey, like, if you want to lose weight, great. There are several healthy things that you can do. 
Yeah. And if you... But also still, like, loving yourself in the process. Like, you know, you don't... Like, we don't want to take away from the quality of life that we have. Yeah. You know? And I think both sides do that. And there really isn't a middle ground to it. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. And I think, you know, we need to start being more body positive, but body positive in the fact of, like, loving yourself no matter what size you're in. And if you are unhealthy and super overweight, like, hey, how can we, like, healthily love you and be on this journey with you to lose weight in a healthy fashion? Yeah. Versus you subscribing to doing all these things to now (laughs) because you want to lose weight fast. Right. And I think, too, I think it's time. And this is like, how do I explain this? So I would want, if I'm going out of control with my eating habits Mm -hmm. and I'm visibly like you can see that I'm gaining weight and all of that stuff like I would want someone in a loving and also healthy way to approach me and talk to me about it Mm -hmm. you know but it's like you can't anything to anybody about their weight without first them getting offended like Mm -hmm. oh well you're calling me fat and you're you know xyz and then, um, I mean, yeah, just that they're, they're getting offended because you're, you're basically like, oh, you're gaining weight. Like you look a little heavy or you know, it's like, there's a way to say it to where it is loving and it's healthy. And then there's all, obviously ways that you can say it that is terrible. Um, and I think it's good for, you know, because you get called out for a bunch of other things. Mm-hmm. You know, that you might be doing that are really stupid and you can see like, hey, your friend's acting up and they're acting a fool and they're being really stupid. They're being a butthead about some, something and they, you know, um, or like if they're doing something that's like harming themselves and you're noticing this stuff, it's like, yeah, I'm going to speak up and say something because I want you to to not be harming yourself. Like I can see mm-hmm. that you're you're doing something that's not great and your behavior is a little bit off kilter and you need to get your act straight, you know? And so if we're doing that for people, if we're kind of calling them out on their bull crap or calling them out in certain areas of their life, this is also an area, you know, and it's more than just like, yeah, obviously your doctor is going to tell you and you're just going to take it because it's your doctor and they, they're a doctor, so I'm just going to take that. Um, but I think it's good for friends and family that you trust, that you know are going to be speaking life, and they're going to do it in a loving way for them to mention, like, hey, I've noticed lately you've been kind of, like, and it's hard to say, it's almost hard to say it, like, hey, I've noticed you've gained a little weight lately, and you've been your eating's been a little bit off. Like, like what's going on? Like, right. What's going on in your life? Like you want, let's talk about it. Um, because I'm, I'm seeing a little bit of behavior that's seems a little bit off and, and, you know, and there's, 
obviously ways to say it very lovingly like that. I feel like if somebody came up to me and said that to me, I'd be like, I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I have been eating crap and I've been (laughs) right. Yes. And this is what I'm feeling and this is what I'm going through. And, and I just feel like crap and saying it like that. I don't feel shame. I don't feel they're like, Hey, you look fat, lose weight. Like, (laughs) I don't feel right. any of that. I actually feel loved and I feel like, oh, okay, you're, you're seeing, you actually, you're seeing me. Mm-hmm. You're seeing me and you're listening to me and you hear me. And I, you know, thank you for that because, you know, it's, it's that one person that could kind of like shake you up a little bit like, hey, like, let's get back to what, you know, we were building momentum. You were doing good and like now something's off, something triggered you and something mm-hmm. happened. And, you know, let's see if we can unpack that and process that and talk about it. And, and let's, let's find healing. Let's find um, a solution and get back on track. So, and I really think that's something that we should normalize, you know, like having that person or persons that can speak into your life like that and say, hey, like, you know, what's going on in your heart? Like, I've noticed, you know, certain eating habits and certain this and that, you know, um, what's going on? Right. And that's, and that's the thing, like, I mean, if I were to have someone come up and say that to me, being like, hey, like, I love you. And I really care about you. And this is what I've noticed. And I just, I know that there's obviously, you know, something going on can we talk about it? And having that come from a person who I actually have a close relationship with, Mm -hmm. who I allow speak into my life, having them come up and say, I'm going to be more amped to be like, yeah, you're right. Like I, I am struggling right now and this is what's going on and being open to talking about it versus here's, here's a clear example of what not to do. (laughs) So my, my stepdad, you know, the one who I just said was still thinking that he's fat because he has extra skin has mm-hmm. now also he's weird. Sometimes I'm going to say weird because that's the nicest way to put this. Um, <laughs> he last weekend went to a grocery store with my mom and my mom came home and she was visibly upset. And, um, they had seen someone in the grocery store who, you know, they both know, whatever, and she's gained some weight. Mm-hmm. My stepdad says to my mom, wow, her butt's gotten really big and starts making pig noises oh my. in the middle of the grocery store. And mom's like, you cannot do that. And he's like, well, she's gotten fat and she needs to know. And she's like, that is not your place to say. Not just that. Yeah, her, this lady's husband is also on the police force in our town. What would happen if wow. she actually heard that and then told her husband? What would that you know what I mean? And so, like, and this isn't the first time he's done something like this. Like, um, a couple of weeks prior, my mom. And him had gone to one of her doctor's appointments. The lady forgot to change over um, from pounds to kilograms. And so my stepdad, my mom got on the scale. My stepdad 
made the comment of, oh, I've never seen that weight before. Meaning he's never been the size that my mom is. And he, like, makes comments like that. Even, like, um, my cousins who got married back in October, they're both plus size, whatever. I love them. They're both, you know, beautiful people. And I had gotten um, one of their, like, wedding wedding card things mm-hmm. and my stepdad makes the comments of well they're not small are they oh my gosh and like he'll make comments like this and so after hearing what he did in the grocery store I started crying and mom's like why are you crying and I'm like because if he can think that about somebody who yeah he knows but he's not in like a close relationship with and he can mm-hmm. make pig noises to her what's he saying about me behind my back yeah. Like, you know, the first time around, like, back in 2012 when I was trying to lose weight and, you know, my mom had made a comment of, like, um, like, oh, Kim's doing really good at, like, you know, she's, she's, you know, doing a great job at, like, losing weight and whatever. I can actually see it. He made the comment. He was like, well, why didn't you just tell her before that she's fat? Because she is. Kim is so fat and she needs to know this. And mom's like, you can't just say that to someone. You can't just be like, hello, you're fat. We look at ourselves in the mirror every day. Like, you don't, I don't need you to tell me what I already know. Right. And like, it's stuff like that. that I'm like, that wouldn't inspire me to lose weight. Actually, what that's going to do to me is I'm going to go and I'm going to binge eat my emotions and my feelings because I already have a struggle with food. I already have, you know, I'm learning about my relationship with food. And if Mm -hmm. someone were to come up to me and make pig noises or whatever, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to binge eat that, you know, (laughs) that thing of cookies to stuff my emotions. Like, how is that helping anybody? And, like, we even see that, you know, with, like, social media. People will make comments and posts and all these things, like, bullying and trolling people who are plus size. And some people aren't even plus size. Like, they're barely even mid-size, you know? And people are trolling them and... Mm -hmm. Like, people, we already struggle with, you know, our, like, bad thoughts about ourselves. We don't need that. And it's like, y'all need to just shut up (laughs) and and worry about yourselves, you know? And so, like, I think that there's a healthy way, like, when you actually love and care about somebody of being like, hey, like, I noticed this. I want to check in with you and like what's going on inside of your heart because I love you and I care about you versus you coming up. Like if you were to come up to me and be like, Hey, you've gained a lot of weight and you're fat. I think you need to lose it. Like my friendship would with you. I would be like, you, I no longer (laughs) feel safe around you and that's it. You know? Yeah. Like I couldn't do it. And so there's, you know, obviously, like, a healthy way of going about it versus you just straight up saying you're fat and you need to right. lose weight, you know? And so, but I think we have become, okay, we also, I'm going to say this, mm-hmm. 
because Demi Lovato was super triggered. Oh my gosh. And that's that's a whole thing. (laughs) Right? (laughs) With that, if someone were to say something, you have to understand and recognize your own triggers and why you're being triggered. Yeah. Nobody else is responsible for your triggers. So, I know I already am fat. Someone can call me fat. It's not going to feel good. Whatever, right? But if I'm being triggered from someone calling me fat, instead of me blowing it up on social media, being like, someone just bullied me and blah, 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 blah. I need to figure out why I'm being triggered in this moment. Right. And I think a lot of times, especially in 2021, like we are using cancel culture to play effects and with everything that we do. If we want to like, and this is going into like the people who are like, who want to stay bigger, that's your own prerogative, right? But don't right. cancel their people because they want to lose weight or whatever. Like, clear example of this. I'm going off on a tangent because I'm, like, real fired up now. Uh, <laughs> um, Lizzo, who's very much about body positivity, right? Like, yes. she – I might not like all of her, like, music and – Whatever. I love her as a person because she promotes loving yourself no matter what size you are. I love her for that. But she, back in like, I think it was like November, December, she decided to, like, she went on her TikTok and said that she was going on a juice cleanse. I think it was like for like 10 days or something. And even though she was doing a juice cleanse, she had even put before it, I'm doing this with the guidance of my nutritionist because I went on vacation. I ate a whole bunch of foods that were super unhealthy. I drank a ton of alcohol and it's really affected my body. And so I'm doing this, doing a juice cleanse. And she was still eating other food, right? She was still eating nuts and berries and like, actual food and the process of her doing a juice cleanse people tried to cancel her and like came after her being like oh look at you you're now promoting diet culture and whatever even though she had used like talked about the fact that like no I'm doing this because I literally like I ate a ton of food that I shouldn't have been eating and drank more alcohol than should have ever been consumed and it wrecked havoc on my body Right. And people came at her for that. And it's like, I don't know. I just, it's things <laughs> like this where I'm like, you're literally coming after the one person who is about body positivity. And if she wants to lose weight, like, that's her own prerogative, right? Like, why are you coming at her for like losing weight? She's not saying that. Everybody should do this. She even said it, like, disclaimer in the whole entire thing. Like, like this is not for weight loss. This is me, like, trying to reset my body. <laughs> but people take stuff like that, and I don't know how many people will, like, take do a juice cleanse because they want to lose weight. 
it's not sustainable. You know what I mean? Like, so that, that was a really long rant. All to say <laughs> that, like, this is what diet culture has done, right? Like, we've taken things and we've twisted it into a way to shame people, no matter what size they mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know where to end this. Yep. I mean, I just went on a whole rant. It was a whole rant. rant of all kinds it of was, things. Right. I apologize. <laughs> no, actually, I don't apologize. Um, any last thoughts before we close this out, Talisa? Um, hmm. I think it's important to, A, go to counseling and learn to love yourself so that way out of the abundance of loving yourself, like you're going to learn how to take care of yourself and your body better mm-hmm. and, and do it in a, in a healthy way that works specifically for you and learn boundaries too. You know, like if you're, if you're kind of going on, on a specific journey where you're, you're maybe not eating certain foods and, and, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, um, you know, make sure that your friends and family know like, Hey, I'm, I'm doing this thing. And I just really would love for you to come alongside me and support me in this. And so, you know, if we are going out to eat or if we're doing certain things, uh, if it's a potluck, like I will bring my own dish that I know that I'm going to be able to, have Mm -hmm. um or I probably will say no to going out to eat because that certain place might not have something that I can have and know that this doing diets or programs or whatever it's not forever it's just me learning about my body and learning what hurts me and learning what is good for me Mm -hmm. and just being aware of that and being aware of the triggers around foods and um, your eating habits and, and, and all of that, like, you know, big, big time on boundaries too. Cause some people will be like, Oh, you're just, just eat the food, just eat whatever. And it's like, no, like I'm, I'm really trying to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And if you can't come alongside me with that, then peace out, you know, right. You know, it's a huge thing at my parents because my dad is diabetic. I'm diabetic. And my mom is someone that she's gained a lot of weight through the years because of health issues, medications, mm-hmm. and not being able to to walk or to move because of certain ailments. And my dad is from that, like, generation. And also it just stems from my grandparents, too, that you know, fat people aren't attractive. And, um, and so we got to make comments about that all the time. And, and, you know, my mom is always nagging on my dad, like, stop drinking the Coke, stop bringing all these sugary foods, stop bringing all these snacks and candies and all this stuff. You have diabetes, you have diabetes, you know, which I, you know, with diabetes, your, your insulin's not on point. And so you're constantly, craving sweets and you're constantly eating candies and, and all these sweets because of the resistance to the insulin. 
Um, so that's kind of the effect that that has. And, and my dad, my mom is like, she wants to eat healthy. You know, my mom would totally eat healthy and eliminate all these things. She's totally on board to do all that stuff, but she's stuck because my dad is just, he just can't, he can't do it. Oh no, I can't, I can't eat that. I can't do it. I just can't do it. I have to have sugar in my, and it's like, no, you can, you can do it. And, and this is a thing that if you ever read the, the book on whole 30, um, the, the founder, Melissa Urban, she says, you know, cause my dad always said, Oh, it's really hard to not have sugar in your coffee. Um, having cancer is hard. Having a baby that's hard. All things like having trauma, being abused, mm-hmm. that's hard. That's hard. Drinking your coffee without sugar, it's not, not fun, hard. but it's not hard. You mm-hmm. can train your taste buds to just like how you can train your body in exercising and doing these things to mm-hmm. to change it from looking a certain way to another way. Um, it's the same thing with your eating. You can change your taste buds to want and crave other foods. Mm-hmm. And, and I, when I did Whole30 for the first time a few years ago, my taste buds literally changed. It's like now sometimes when I eat fast food, it, it's almost like it doesn't have that flavor anymore. It just tastes mm-hmm. different that I'm like, oh, this is actually really gross. <laughs> right. We still eat it because it's like, I don't, it's just American culture. It sucks. But, um, but it's, it, you can change your taste buds to crave certain things. So if you've always put a ton of sugar in your coffee, you can change your body and change your taste buds and change everything to where eventually you're actually going to like just plain black coffee or coffee with like a sugar-free creamer or, you know, you can, you can do it. You just right. have to put and in the work. And there's certain creamers out there that are actually really good mm-hmm. that have no sugar that are naturally sweetened like yeah. nut pods. Yeah. Those are amazing. Yeah. And you can use them not just for your coffee. Like you can use the original and make a biscuit of it. I've mm-hmm. learned this along the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because my doctor had me go on kind of a whole 30 thing when we were trying to figure out what was wrong with me. And I think that's the other thing, too, of, like, you know, if you want to lose weight, okay, if you want to lose weight, check with your doctor. Yeah. You know, find out from your doctor, like, hey, what are some healthy things that I can do to lose weight? You know, like, don't just start intermediate fasting Mm -hmm. because you want to lose weight. I have to intermediate fast because I have Crohn's and it's part of my treatment. (laughs) Like don't do something completely radical because you're like, Oh, it's going to help me lose weight. No, it can actually do damage to your body. Yeah. And so like, I wouldn't even intermediate fast have had it not been (laughs) because, you know, of my Crohn's treatment, you know, or, don't take certain diet pills without consulting with your doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, don't do keto without talking to your doctor. My right. mom's my mom's doctor, who he is in the he's gorgeous, by the way. Um, 
but he is very much pro-health. And my mom asked him about certain things, and he was like, I never want to hear you do keto. Keto will kill your system. He's like, I never want to hear you do Atkins or Octavia. He's like, because those will damage your system. I never want to hear that you're doing a calorie deficit because that will ruin your system. He's like, he literally listed off all these things. And I'm literally sitting here like, I think at one point I've done all these things. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm like, ah, you know, yeah. but he's very much like, no, if you're going to lose weight, do it in a healthy way and do it slow because that's going to sus- be sustainable and it's going to take you further in life. Right. You know, cutting out processed foods, you know, and like upping your water intake. Yeah. And not everyone – and, like, here's the other thing, and I'll end with this. <laughs> well, kind of end with this. You know, we're, like, being told, oh, you need to drink a gallon a day. Not everybody's system is meant to drink a gallon of water a day. You're actually supposed to drink half of your body weight in water. Mm-hmm. So some people need more than a gallon, depending on your weight. Yeah. And some people need far less. Yeah. In ounces. In ounces. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, with all that, go see a doctor, go see a counselor, and love yourself throughout the process. I offer and boundaries. Offer, yes, and boundaries. I I offer my own counseling services, <laughs> but more than that, like this whole this whole episode is not just to call out diet culture, but also, you know. Those of us who do struggle with weight loss and do struggle with body image, like, you're not alone out there. Yeah. It is a, a, a across the spectrum wide thing of, you know, there are several people who, who struggle and learning how to love your body well. So hopefully this wasn't too negative. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh about it because I'm like, eh. uh, but Okay. Well, that is all for today. Um, I feel really weird ending this now. <laughs> but um, if you would like, go check out my Instagram at life underscore unmasked underscore podcast or even my personal page at uh, Kimmy Sue 1987. Um, and then I would love for people, my listeners, to go follow my bestie here Um and your Instagram is at Tally Glam? Tally underscore Glam. T A L I underscore Glam. And then if you want a bunch of laughs or uh, you just want to know what's going on in the world of all things. Yeah. <laughs> we cover all everything, the, all the random, can like, follow weirdness. us at the salty babes underscore podcast Podcast. and that the salty babes comes out every thursday um and with that make sure that you tune in not just to like this this week's episode of salty babes but next week's episode of salty babes um where we go on an even bigger rant about diet Diet culture culture. and demi (laughs) lovato and all things around that so All right. Have a great day and I will catch you next week. Bye. Bye.